Hi, I'm Derek Thompson. Does the news feel overwhelming to you these days? There's a pandemic, then there's inflation, and also this crypto thing. It's way too much to keep track of. That's why my podcast, Plain English, breaks down the news twice a week. Short, sweet, and surprising. It's everything you need to know with key insights you won't forget. Listen to Plain English free on Spotify. My Eagle enthusiasts, it's Fairway Rollin' presented by FanDuel. Major season is here and you can get in on all the long drives, big putts, and major moments with FanDuel. Check out live PGA Tour bets like longest drive, round leaders, matchups, birdie or better, and more. Plus, track every shot in the app and watch select par three holes while you place your bets, download the app today and bet with FanDuel, the official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. You must be 21 years old or older and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hello, friends, and welcome to this golf podcast, unlike any other. Oh, yes, a Thursday semi-live edition of Fairway Rollin' U.S. Open style. This is the golf podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I am your starter, Joe House, PGA Tour correspondent, boots on the ground, U.S. Open boots on the ground, Nathan Hubbard. We were out on the golf course Today, my friend, we have some reactions. We had some experiences. We saw some things. We saw some golfers. We saw some vodka. You saw a little gin. It was a wonderful day out there today at the Country Club. So let's go ahead, throw a peg in the ground, and talk about it a little bit, buddy. House, is this a good course to be at, or is it just a good course to watch on TV? Well, it seems like... It's a wonderful course to play. Every single person that's played it says so. Big smiles. It seems like it's a wonderful course um, if you can be inside the ropes. There was some media walking along, some embedded uh, media along with the groups. Perhaps the very best opportunity we had on the golf course today to watch golf up live in, in person was on the seventh hole when the ropes guys by the way we'll we're gonna we'll have a rant about the ropes people the ropes people have a little work to there do. is something about yes 
It is it is one of those jobs in life. But but that's an aside. Rent a cops. We were we managed to uh, enter the seventh fairway behind the group of Rory McIlroy and Xander Shoffley and Hideki, and um, we were able to kind of linger in the fairway a little bit. So much so that we watched maybe from, I don't know, 75 yards away? Yes. Maybe a tiny bit further? Each of those guys hit their approach shots, but really watching Rory hit his approach shot into seven that he then turned into, converted into a birdie that gave him the sole lead of the golf tournament. Now, this was for him his 16th hole because he started his day off of number 10, but a high water mark for the fairway rolling podcast boys, right? It was... A moment for you, given how high you've been on Rory. And look, if you take away the day, he's second in putting. And so he has continued what happened at the Canadian Open last weekend. He continued it forward. If you're worried, you look and say he didn't hit it great off the tee. And it, it was, he's 17th in approach. It's about all we can hope for on this course because... Look, I felt a little moisture in those fairways under our feet. Oh, I'm so glad that's where you ended up with more after you you started with I, I yeah. felt some moisture. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> yes, I agree with you. This is going to be the easiest day by far. And it looks to me like it's already getting tougher. I mean, there is a split of almost, it's not going to be a full shot, but it's going to be three quarters of a shot between the morning and the afternoon. And we noticed that it was kind of a dome when we showed up. It was cooler than we thought it was going to be. It was cloudy. There was no wind. But by the time the afternoon wave kicked off, that wind was a factor. I mean, we saw Phil on the par 3 sixth really have to think about what he was doing. They were staring at the trees. Well, let's go ahead and, and, and talk about Phil. The, the way our day played out at the country club we followed two golfers more than any other golfers. We, we caught several holes of Rory on his back nine, which was the front nine. And we caught several holes of Phil. And the one thing that I'd like to say on this podcast, after I got the opportunity to share some time with our good friend Bill Simmons on his podcast yesterday, is that Bill Simmons might owe me. I mean, we'll put this out there to all the birdie buddies, the par saving pals. He might owe me a million dollars. I mean, I did say on his podcast that if he lent me $3.1 million last night, that I could turn it into an immediate million-dollar return on investment there. Um, And that transaction did not go through. Phil Mickelson is going to miss the cut. He's going to miss the cut. Really, the the, the gamble, the bet now is how much is he going to miss the cut by? But the interesting thing, Nate Dog, is it won't be because of anything untoward occurring from the fans. There was some untoward comments yes. on the course. Yes, there were. And we the, heard them. The contrast between the support that Phil got versus the support that Rory got, I think it was four times louder for Rory. I think there were four times as many people for Rory. It felt like Phil was a zoo exhibit and people were coming out more out of curiosity than anything. He had the smattering of support. He also had some hecklers. I mean, our first hole watching him come up that fairway, we heard a woman scream, Phil, I used to love you. And then we had another guy screaming, you know, the the Gordon Gecko. <laughs> yeah. Greed is good, Greed Phil. Greed is good. Greed is good. And 
and it was eerily quiet that, as people were just sort of watching. No yeah. one rebutted. No one said, hey, Phil, we'd love you to try to drown it out. There were people taking their shots and those shots were landing. When he came to that sixth hole, we saw that tee shot. There was a lot of applause. But it didn't feel like Kiowa for crying out loud. Well, it, nothing's going to feel like Kiowa. I mean, that's yeah. not that's not the benchmark for whether or not Phil has support. Yeah, I, I thought overwhelming four putt. By the way, after that, well, that was that's the karma. That's you know that's everything. It, it, we don't even have to be uh, silly about it. He had, doesn't play competitive golf. He yeah. hasn't played any competitive golf. Of course, he four putt. Yeah, he's going to finish. Was he put on these today. greens? Of course, he, he's going to finish dead last in putting. That's exactly right. But I would say like that corridor, the sixth hole, it's a par three and it goes right by this American Express uh, hospitality venue where a lot of people were posted up. We had a good opportunity to spend a little time in there ourselves today. Um, But that when he hit his ball, he had the best tee ball of his group between he, Shane Lowry and Louis Oosti Hoosti. Yeah. Um, And it looked like, okay, you know, we watched him three putt on. Number five, uh, the very reachable par four that he, you know, smashed a drive for him. It was a hook, not a slice um, over to the right side and then chopped to the middle of the green yep. and then three putted, blah, blah, blah. But the, the the four putt on six lets you know exactly how dialed out he is. He ain't dialed in. He's dialed out. Yeah. I also think the ratio of thumbs ups to footsteps on the course is way down. He's acknowledging the crowds, but he's probably only popping one or two per hole right now. He's he looks different, doesn't he? He, he looks does look different. Thinner, thinner, but, but but like a little gaunt almost. It, I, I look, we 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 want to be careful about filling in a narrative based on how we've been talking about him for a bit. At least I'll try to be careful about it. Yeah. Like I'm not going to say um, you know, it, it's, it's all of these factors that, um, the Saudi experience are, are weighing on him and it's visible, but he, we've been at golf tournaments and watched him play and there is nobody can argue this, um, a lack of enthusiasm. He also appeared to me, to my own eyes, tired. Yes. But I don't think I'm filling in blanks with that. I don't think you are. He's wearing the stress of these last couple of months and, He didn't say a lot in the press conference this week, but he did directly address the fact that he's been working on himself. He's been taking a lot of time. There's a lot of things going on behind the scenes. I think there's probably more still to come. We still feel, you and I do, I think that there may be another shoe to drop. I don't want to keep, well, (laughs) there might be more than one additional shoe to drop when it comes to Phil and the stories that are going to come out, we anticipate. Um I uh, want to kind of end the the Phil portion of this conversation with this question to you. Do you think that he can ever play competitive golf again? Like, I don't know why he's here. It's his 52nd birthday. Why is he playing this venue at this time? I think it's the logos on his shirt and hat and bag that are the telltale sign. I think the driving force behind this shift to live golf has been, I want to be a brand. I want to fully monetize my own brand. And to do that, he's got to be out there. I think there's somebody behind the scenes who may not be wrong, by the way, who's telling him that the news cycle here is going to wash out through time. And at some point, people are going to appreciate 
the jump in the air that is that silhouette logo that he's wearing everywhere, but he's got to stay active. Before all of this went down, before Kiowa, we had the whole coffee for wellness thing. And you and I were joking that he was a marketer moonlighting as a golfer, right? Yes. He's back to that. He had a brilliant moment in the sun at Kiowa and that's probably it. And that's okay. He's 52 today. Like 52 year old guys are supposed to suck at golf. I mean, I suck at golf. I saw that. So there you go. That that, that, it fits. He's still probably a little bit better than me. Yeah. But I think this is all, he's just got to be out there and present to fully capture the value of, of what he wants. And now listen, what we have seen over the last two weeks is it's gotten personal for the guys on both sides. Yeah, it has. And it's personal for Phil at this point. Like he's got a burning something to make this work. It, 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 there's a whole lot of failure that sits on his shoulders if this doesn't come through. And as, as we have heard more and more on the course and the buzz in the media tent about who's going to jump ship, you also start to understand that some of the comments that were targeted at Phil back when he first had the blow up and, and the Shipnuck interview came out and he sent out the the statement and basically disappeared for a few months. Some of the comments from players were not that they disagreed with the decision that Phil was making, but that they were pissed at him for blowing their opportunity to go get some money. I mean, Pat Perez gave some pretty pointed Phil is an idiot comment. And and <laughs> Phil, I mean, and, and Pat Perez is going to Saudi. Yeah. Well, and that that's its own animal that we can either choose to get into or not. I say all that just because he has been wearing not only his own stuff. Yes, that's right. But that of his peers. And clearly today, he is not beloved out there. He's not beloved. He has more support probably than I expected. Yep. But there were plenty of mass holes. We were. Yeah, you're right. Doing their thing. But more so than that, it wasn't just guys trying to take a cheap shot. Like, I will remember for a while that woman saying, I used to love you out loud. Like, she couldn't help herself. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the thing that I was uh, struck by, he is a celebrity. No doubt. Like, he's he's the star of a show. He is. So that, that he's, you know, in terms of eyeballs everywhere he went yeah the cameras were up yeah people were walking big surges in terms of the crowd traffic it's hollywood hogan to me now he <laughs> it really is he's though. got the weird facial hair he's yeah. dressed in all black he's taking the heel turn you kind of know that in five years he's going to be back in the in the you know in the, the world of good it's just going to take a little while for people to get used to this i i, I guess so well i too much airtime, probably, except for... It's the story. It's the story. Um, I mean, look, there, there's a couple of other stories out there today. I mean, well, we, we saw one. Your, 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 your pal, Joel Damon, yes. put out a round. And the, the funny thing coming into this, two funny things, he, in his typically understated way, talked about <laughs> his, the likelihood of him having a great uh, U.S. Open. Yeah. And something's... Clearly fit his eye, Nathan. Well, he's third in approach, fourth off the tee, first tee to green right now as as these rounds are winding up. I mean, he shot 300 today and he's middle of the pack in putting. So that's a good sign for a guy who is actually a pretty good putter. Yeah, we watched him putt on um, his final hole, which was the ninth hole today. And the putt that he made there was an eminently makeable um, birdie. And he gave it a a good run and just hung out 
a little bit, uh, but he he felt he looked pretty enthusiastic. It, it felt pretty stress free. Five birdies on that course is a pretty impressive run. I look. There are a few opportunities out there. We saw it. Five is playing under par, yeah. and the two par fives, eight and uh, 14, fourteen, are playing under par. Five is that three hundred fifteen yard par four that guys are going right at. Yeah. So they 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 have to. It's also the long, you know, the slowest hole on the entire golf course. Like they have to let groups hit up so that, you know, while the guys right. are putting, it just took forever. And and that's something to talk about with this course. You don't see it on TV, but I was just struck how many of the holes cross. I mean, on almost every hole, a player, when he puts out, has to cross over another hole yeah. to get somewhere else. So the, the, the spectator traffic is just, it's like Boston rush hour. Yeah, it was, it, for the first time, um, walking the grounds. On the one hand, I liked the fact that um, it's all pretty close together. On the other hand, it's all pretty close, close together. together. <laughs> so really like the, the crossings to get across, the rope bearers, they're they're not in sync yet. They're yeah. not fired on They're going to need a couple days of getting yelled at. There was a, lot, yelled a at. lot of long, long, long waits. Two long waits. Two long waits, giant crowds amassing. And trying to get your bearings on, like, where are we going to post up to watch some golf? I think if you come to the to the country club, you got to go find a grandstand yes. that you, where you can see three or four things happening at once. That's going to be your best bet. Yes. And what is special about this course is so many of the shots are blind. Yep. And what's hard as a spectator on this course <laughs> is that it means you can't see a lot of the shots, including... Getting close to the greens is very difficult it's because they're possible. isolated and there's mounds and there's rock outcroppings and there's fescue, which makes for a cool as fuck golf course, but not really a cool as fuck spectator experience, at least not yet. There's a couple holes, you know, we'll spend a little more time tomorrow, but like 11, which is playing 122 yards today. Yep. Like there's some interesting things that they're going to do with these shorter holes that you know, I I bet I bet the fifth hole doesn't play as easy as it does going forward because I think they've got some pin placements. At least it looked like they have some pin placements that will for sure uh, be be a little enticing, and some guys are gonna are gonna blow it into that fescue. But um, they got they do have some interesting choices in terms of how they're gonna set this course up. But with that wind blowing this afternoon, we just saw the easiest golf that they're gonna have. It does seem. Like, like we we can't. There is some weather in the in the forecast for tomorrow. Some potential thunderstorms. I don't know how the forecast has changed over the course of today, but Friday was sort of circled as the afternoon, possibly having some disruptive weather. Um, but and th and that will impact. You know, uh, obviously, if there's thunderstorms, yeah. that'll impact how it plays. At least we still got 40, 50 percent chance of thunderstorms in the early afternoon, but doesn't look like we're going to get a deluge that's going to dramatically alter the course. It already is starting to look like that browned out, sheeny U.S. Open thing. It's getting there. It's getting there already. Um, I'm going to put you on the spot. Yeah. Uh, lots of sights and sounds. Yeah. We saw some, some good friends, you know, from media and otherwise. Yes, uh, we did. A lot of nice shout outs some, from the crowds. Yes. What was your favorite scene or thing that you saw today? Your favorite thing? I loved the support for Rory. It was awesome. There was a fan who screamed out, thanks for being a leader. Uh-huh. 
and there was real energy pushing him forward. And, and listen, you and I both from the DMV, like this course isn't Congo. Right. But when they put that stat up on the TV in the, in the bar that he has not won a U.S. Open since 2011, I thought, God, this is as close as it comes. It's a city course. It's kind of close together. It feels like he's riding a wave at the moment. And he's going to be tough to beat. I you mean, know, he's we, really going to be tough to beat. One of the stats we saw today, he continued his accuracy from 75 to 150. Yes. Jay Ray pop, popped that out. Still, you know, riding that heater a little bit. Um, and for sure, it was the, the most buoyant crowds, the, 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 the biggest energy, and yeah. really the hardest to navigate. And we yeah. kind of encountered it early in our day. Yeah. What was the Rory crowd? My favorite um, moment of the day was the 13th tee. We got to see a couple of guys that we, we might not have observed were friends arm in arm walking down after striking their tee balls. <laughs> and it was, of course, the clown prince right. himself, Sergio uh, Garcia, wearing these fucking clown glasses and an Adidas hat with giant three stripes. He looked like he was headed to live the club down in Miami. He his arm around Kevin Na, his great buddy Kevin Na, who are the you know, arm in arm, you know, walking down the off of the tee box. And, and we could hear, we were within earshot of Sergio. Oh, where, where do you, what are we going to play? What are we going to, his fucking arm around him. The best buddies, Kevin Na and Sergio Garcia. It was ridiculous. It was contrived. And it is symptomatic of what's going on right now. These guys are battening down the hatches. And whether they like it or not, they're in a little bit of a war. I think they're going to have some more soldiers joining them soon. But we can speculate about that later on as we, as we continue to, uh, to hear the, the buzz underneath. I think what I love sitting here, and we still got a couple holes to play, but just if you look at the leaderboard and the guys who are in the top 25, this feels like a test of golf for the best golfers in the world. The number is going to be, call it, if, Ad, if, if Hadwin doesn't choke it out here, you know, it's going to be three, four, five maybe, but all within striking distance. Rory, Fitzpatrick, who we got to take super seriously. He is playing really well, House. He's hitting, uh, like... I just need to see some more major brain I, out I, of him, I, that's I, all. I, I know, but he's, he's, he's hovering. Rom, who was first off the tee, Basically didn't do anything else well today. A kid stole his ball on 18, but he's still sitting <laughs> he there. He got a drop off, off of that. Didn't he, he did. Dropped. He did. He's still sitting there at one under. Morikawa, just a guy who got himself up to three under, but is still there at one under. Really good. Willie Z, who didn't seem to have his best stuff. He does seem to be transitioning from a, a boy to a man, <laughs> the facial hair. <laughs> you said that, and I didn't... I. I, when you first said that's really easy, I'm like, no, no, that that guy has has face hair. That's, that's, <laughs> he's, 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 that's a grown man. No, You're like no, that's really easy. No, it's and, a ferret with a with a goatee. And it was really easy, but you know, uh, for him, a ho hum. Yeah, uh, 69. Great, good job. That, that's our guy's East. Didn't seem to do that much well, but I'll say he's 21st in putting right now, which tells you, okay, if he starts right, our guy Max Homa is first on approach. He's like hundreds in putting. So if Max can figure out those greens, we we've seen this coming for a long time. We've been talking about Max as stepping up and making those, you know, he won again at, uh, you know, in DC at Avenel. Yeah. He's, he, he, he played the PGA pretty damn well. This is going to be a, I, 
the the top twenty bet that we put out, I, I like at the moment. I like it too. I like it, especially I, with we, how he's striking tried this to take ball. Take good care of our birdie buddies out there. Yeah, you know how we J, do. JT's hanging in there at one under. DJ's there. I mean, like this is a great leaderboard at the moment. There's nobody of the real serious favorites who seems to have flamed out in the way that you know wouldn't oh, have been so expected. You're not you don't treat Patrick Cantley as a uh, serious favorite. I don't. Nathan. You have oh, talked me out of it. Okay. He's 125th in approach. He's not oh, playing good golf. Okay. It's a major. Oh, what did so I expect? It's such I think a shock. we might say that Cam Smith who's sitting there with Scheffler at plus 2, but it's early early yeah, days. Yeah, both those guys um can have rounds go off tomorrow morning cuz they're on the afternoon shift today. Wake up tomorrow morning refreshed and either one of them go a little bit low. Let me ask you right now, having watched what we watched today, yeah. seen the course and the condition that it's in, anticipating the weather that's going to play out, what would you say is your guess for the winning score for the week? I think whatever the ending first round lead is. Interesting. So f- it, right now it's Hadwin at four under. Yeah. Let's um, let's say it finishes in the three, four. 14 holes. Yeah. Let's say okay. it finishes in the three, four, five. This course is only getting harder from here. The, the the morning round was the easiest it's going to be. Okay, I, I, I Do don't have agree? any reason to argue with you. No, I was going to get I, my guess would have been five under. Yeah, They're like somebody in the way that somebody's going to do it. Yeah, you know, on Sunday at the PGA Championship went out right. and you know went two or three four under. That's that that'll be. I'm not saying that the JT shot uh, yeah. four under. It but. may be an even round that. Yeah, functions like that round. That's right. And, and yes. that most, you know, the, the scoring average on Sunday might be plus three, plus four. 100%. 100%. Well, it was a great day today. We have uh, a banner day lined up for tomorrow. The Podfather himself, the Boston native, hopefully there's a, a, a little pep in his step. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. We may not get him out of bed if the Warriors close it out tonight. <laughs> well, let's not talk about that then. Okay. <laughs> There we go, my birdie buddies, my par-saving pals, my eagle enthusiasts. We might be back tomorrow. We might come right back on this feed and give you a download on, on day two. Who knows? See how the day plays out. We'll see how the trophy club, the victory club, all the hospitality, the Amex club, all the lounges play out for us. Um, we are definitely going to be back Sunday night after the final round. But hopefully everybody's feeling good about the tickets. I think our guys are hanging in there. There's been some some reasonable performances thus far, and I hope everybody out there managed to figure out a way to borrow some money from their neighbors to bet on Phil Mickelson to miss the cut at minus 310. Let's go collect from Bill. <laughs>